and like excited, ready for the episode. Woo, here we go, ready? <clears throat> I gotta pee. <laughs> Hey, podcast fam. I'm Lacey Basford, the Director of Outreach for Foster Florida. I'm Christy Sutton, Director of Advocacy for Foster Florida, and we are super excited We're about coming at this. you today. Oh, today? Or tonight. I don't know. Sometime, whenever you're listening. But we have 15 kids, so we're super tired, and we share a brain. And we talk about not wearing pants. So listen up. <laughs> you are listening to WHOA Podcast. Coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast. The podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that, and, and very crazy women that make you go, whoa. 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 I mean, this is a lot of whoa. I am your host, Colin Austin. My co-host is Michael Dees. I don't, I almost don't even want to waste time because this is going to be so much fun tonight. Wait. <laughs> Michael, give us a better whoa. What do you want the Joey Lawrence whoa? No, you were just like, this just you're that was tired. more like a just whoa. It's because uh, he's lost so whoa. much weight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't put some gumption back into it, you know? How much did you probably, weigh before? I don't know. Right? Like, how? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I see it's you the, all the lady. Time. The it's lady. This, this the is how color. I've always looked, right? I think you look handsome all the time. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's how I've always she looked. She didn't exactly. say now you Listen, look. No, <laughs> he started working out and losing <laughs> weight and got the gal. Something like that. Oh, that he's gonna propose. Hey, you guys! Uh, I just want to let you know. It's okay. She last call. Nice. This this episode goes out on December fourteenth. So look, last call to get your Gainesville, Florida T-shirts before Christmas. You see yes, this right here? I want one. All right, we're selling them at whoagnv.com. If you click shop in the menu and go and see all the swag that we have available, we have this and the podcast shirts and mugs, the, the dirty mugs from last week. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Also, is that the White House? Previous on that shirt or oh, no, that is the hippodrome. The hippodrome. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, yeah, excuse my friend. And sacrilege. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? Because I can tell that today's episode is going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. If you purchase a shirt between now and Christmas, we're going to do- donate 50% of the proceeds. What? That's what I'm Not I to say. you guys, to somebody else. <laughs> Look, look at the, look at so the assumptions. Yeah, look at the assumptions. Are you serious? Uh, We're going to donate yay. 50% of the proceeds to a really great organization. Oh my but gosh. it won't I'm be leaving. Florida. Walking out the door. Well, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, We're going to donate 50% of We the appreciate that. That's not bad. Guys. Y'all better buy a lot of t-shirts. <laughs> Let's go. Stuff the stockings with Yeah, you. man, for sure. That's right. Holla. Uh, I'm going to apologize to Jane for all the sound spikes in this episode. Because, oh man, you might. Do you have to fix that? Sorry, so, we don't know anything about that. No. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't even worry about Tone it. Tone it down. So you guys, obviously, as you can tell, I well, let me just say, I've worked <laughs> so incredibly hard to build an audience worthy enough of these two incredible ladies right True. here. Basically, <laughs> that's why it's taken 128 episodes to get to Gosh. this episode 129. That's uh, a just, prime. Just if only we had been number one. Just, no, <laughs> just no. to have this very Nobody special was moment. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean it's true. One twenty nine is going to be the best episode. There you go. Ever. So today on the show we have Christy Sutton and Lacey Basford, co-founders of Flor- <laughs> Jesus Florida <helping>. Foster. <laughs> oh, should we say Lord a prayer for, for this episode? God help please him say help. the right words. <laughs> of Foster, Florida. I like. Well, I got distracted because uh, the <laughs> I saw the. Phonetic, phonetic, phonetic spelling uh, of Chris T. You phonetically she literally out. wrote Chris T. On, on. That's what and y'all so, said, do. I thought you were that yeah, I mean, I got, needy. I got, when have you ever been a rule follower? I don't know. I was. I just ignored it. I was like, you know how to she say. Actually, my, if you don't know how to say my name by now, she ignored know. the whole form. I did. Yeah. Also, Foster Florida is only two words. Yeah, uh, I'll get Foster it. Get that straight by the end. I just Lord. got distracted yeah. by the Chris T Chris phonetics spelling <laughs> on with a K on the sheet. So. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. Thank about you that. for joining this episode. Yes. <laughs> we had a great time. Where can our audience uh, find you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Game right. over. So uh, so ladies. Yes, sir. Uh just tell us everything. How did you guys meet, become friends, decide to start this crazy business? We never business? get asked this question. No, oh my gosh, it's going to be fun. Okay, so way back in the day, I'm going to start. So Christy and I originated yes. on the south side of Gainesville. 
Yep. What's that neighborhood? Archer Road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I Oak lived. Park Village. Yes, I lived in Oak Park Village, and I lived in the Haystack down in OPV. Yeah, you, you know we're fancy across the street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we bought that, and so we were both poor. We were. Yeah. Well, still, still poor. sort of are basically. Still. And we, um, well, actually, we met in church. We I met. just had my second ten-pound baby. Yep. She came in with this giant <laughs> baby. Yeah. And I was running a mom's group and she came in and do we I don't even know if we talked but there we <laughs> were we said hey with a bunch of moms living this like exhausted life mm-hmm. and so we just became friends we were in a small group together at church and you came over to the house with your kids yep she had a hole in the chore <laughs> listen <laughs> there, it was floor. a 700 square foot trailer and her kids came in and they were literally all over the furniture do you remember that and I was like wow her kids are I do Energetic. Not. Th- she's making all of this up. <laughs> I am not. Oh my gosh. Ask Laura. You said that's my that? sister-in-law. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so we lived across the street from each other and did not know. Yeah. And then I had started a direct sales company, uh, pr- which used to be called Premier Designs, and sold jewelry. And I convinced Christy to have a jewelry show. <laughs> oh, you got <laughs> sucked into one of those direct yes. marketing oh, things. Listen, she's thankful she got <laughs> sucked into <laughs> it. <laughs> for a long time. She won a van. I did. Won a van. One. We had like 300 people under us together. People were good at it. They absolutely crushed it. Well, it's just like, well, basically we were good at it. What's that? (laughs) Thank you for that compliment. (laughs) So we did that forever. Yep. Seven years. We did. So we like, we organized trainings. We uh, trained on national stages together. We had about 300 people under us. And so that really laid the groundwork for what we do in Foster, Florida. It gave us a huge, um, basically like social media following. So when we became foster parents, Christy became foster parent a couple of years Mm -hmm. before we did. And when we had a need, we could ask for a need on Facebook and things would get met right away because we had this huge um, network basically. So. So yeah. we could we could say, hey, we need a crib, or hey, we need mm-hmm. a baby's coming to our house in three hours, and people would literally show up on our front doorstep with a stroller, a car seat, formula, food, and so we became foster parents in 2012, and at the time, uh, we had three kiddos, and found out four days later we were pregnant with our fourth surprise, <laughs> and so uh, the Bassfords really walked alongside us the first year or so and helped us care for kiddos and reunify a baby with her mom, and then um, God really called them into foster care to step into the front lines, and so we were living it together, living it, drowning in it, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and so five years ago, we threw together a table at our church just to say, hey, here's more information about Orphan Sunday. And literally it was done. Like that Friday. Like, <laughs> like our church, we found out our church wasn't doing anything and we thought that was real stupid. And so Christy emailed the pastor and said, what can we do? This was on Friday. And if you know anything about a church, you know they plan things out literally like a year in advance, which I not do not understand that. that. And so we don't operate like that. Mm-hmm. Great last minute people. And so they, so they, he responded and said, you know, do whatever you want. Set up a table in the portico. And so we did. We didn't know what we were doing. We didn't. And people, we had a sign-up sheet. And then they started, we put our personal emails and phone numbers on these flyers, which we didn't know what we were given. Like, why do you need a flyer? We don't really know, but take one. And so... They sign up here for what? I'm not sure. We're not the, sure. The clipboard looked official. We're not sure, but we like your info. It was like, can I have your email address, please, and your social security number? And so people started people personally contacting us, yeah. and it became confusing. And literally, I was on the way back from Lake City, and Gosh, I tell her not to tell this part of the story. <laughs> not that I ever do this, but this one time I was on my phone while driving down the interstate. And we were on the phone and she said, I said, we've got to figure out an email. And so we just threw out a couple of names and literally we became Foster Florida because it was available on Gmail. And so Look at here we are. It was literally done while I was driving no down the No strategic of, planning needed. Yeah, from Lake City. So there we are, and that's how we became Foster Florida. Yeah, we had our first meeting. We told everybody about it, and like 50 people showed up. We had no idea literally, what we Literally, we had doing. a piece of paper down on the table. <laughs> Ten minutes before people walk in, we look at each other, and we go, what are we going to say? to these people who are showing up. <laughs> we don't know. And so we we literally just on a, on piece, a of piece of paper drew four columns. 
hey, these are the four ways you really need to support a foster family. Mm-hmm. They came. I made people stand in chairs. <laughs> How Literally. many people were you expecting to come? I don't know. We don't really know. We, we ordered pizza. We don't really like to <laughs> throw out numbers pizza? like that. I don't. People really were standing that was in like the back. Five years. Sip, I don't I'm know just saying, that. like, five okay, like maybe ago. five t- people will come up. Maybe ten people will come up, and yeah. like that fiftieth person shows up. Are you like? Yes. Uh, we were well, like, they did keep wow. Coming, yes. They did. Yeah, they kept. Mm. And the, re- the on the serious note, the reason we knew and could kind of fly by the seat of our pants was because we were living what we were turning around and serving. Right. And so that is crucial to growing any type of ministry, when you understand firsthand what the people that you're serving are going through, that that doesn't really require a lot of strategic planning because you are living that experience every single day. And you can say, no, what I really need is somebody cook me dinner on Thursday night because my husband works late and I'm home with eight kids alone. Or what I really need is a gas card because I'm driving two kiddos to Trenton to visit their biological parents twice a week. And so that that kind of stuff, like knowing the needs, doesn't take thought you know, in planning because mm-hmm. we were actually living it on the front lines. And so that's how we were able to really grow the ministry of Foster Florida. Yeah, from there we had people ask us to come and speak at their church, and so it was really birthed to Foster, Florida. And no way. Our first church that we ever went to, uh, somebody came and said, First of all, we had vinyl t-shirts made the, we did. the night before we the had night before, vinyl put on there. Mine was probably a size too small. It was fine. It was a little tight. Cardigan. <laughs> and then, and, and that's one thing foster care may do to you. Gain a little weight. a little weight. I'm just saying, I'm I've like only gained weight this there. year. This year. Baby, it's been a slow process. <laughs> Just tacking it on. Anyways, they come and they say, they say the news is here. And I go, who are the newses? I go, no, the news like, you is know, here. The camera people. Literally. WCJB. That was in Ocala. We also, that had no idea what we were doing, but we yep. were on the news. So, we and were. somebody wrote us a check at the end for 200 bucks. That was and we were like, donation. we don't have a bank account. <laughs> <laughs> or anything but an email address. On Gmail. Make it out to Foster, Florida. We don't exist. So this entire organization is completely (laughs) spontaneous? Yes. I mean, you know us. Really? (laughs) This is how we roll. It's frightening. It was not spontaneous to God, but we weren't privy to the information until it happened. That's how That's the truth. So so after somebody gives you a $200 check, you're like, okay, maybe we should open up a business. Literally. We were like, (laughs) what should we do? At the time, at the time, I had only six kids. And Mm -hmm. I think (laughs) I I only had four or five. (laughs) Never, Uh, never enough. And so, you know, we just, we were still working Premier. I'm mm -hmm. a trauma nurse by trade. So I had left ER nursing to do premiere. I really wanted to go back to nursing, but the doors never opened. And so um, just having a desire to really connect with community, um, but not be in direct sales also. Uh, we knew God was calling us out of that, but it was it was definitely over time. But, yeah. but Foster Florida, honestly, like we just, we started serving people in our church, people in our community. We were already so connected to foster families in the community that it didn't feel like we were building something else. We were just really putting boundaries effort and yeah, it. effort to what we yeah. were already living, mm-hmm. really and truly, and, and giving but, other but, people. Because it was all the time, because we had that network on social media where we could ask for a crib when we needed it, or we could ask for a car seat or whatever it was, right. or I need a gray bunk bed because that matches what's in the room and I don't really want to stare at Place. something. We like pretty things. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we would see the needs of other foster families. Mm-hmm. So then we would use our own personal social media and still do to this day yep. to ask for things for other families. And I think the reality is, is people, it, it requires a village to take care of vulnerable children in our community, right? It should not be the burden of the one family who says yes. It yep. is the burden of the community. So whether that family can't afford that car seat or can't afford that crib is not the point. The point is let other people do their parts and ask for what you need. And so that's basically the gist of what Foster Florida is, is like we're gonna give you the power and the platform to ask for what you need yeah. so the community can then come and answer those needs in a real intangible way, so. That was real serious. Let's talk about something <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, the real question is, hold on, Colin. Yeah. Let, let me ask this. This is Colin's podcast, okay. but we're no, going to no, take over Let me ask you this great. question, <laughs> Colin. Okay. <laughs> the real question is, 
when are you going to be a foster parent? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is the real question. Shannon. Uh, Oh my gosh. Shannon. You can answer that on episode 130. We're going to let you (laughs) mull over that a little. Oh my gosh. Let's switch that around. Episode 130, we ask you the questions. Uh, isn't business ownership kind uh, of like fostering people? Yeah, I mean, to some, to some yeah, I'm sure. Not, I'm not making it. Oh, we're gonna. Don't worry. Wait, it's fine. We got him. I mean, the, the people that well, come and go here. Like, he's about to cry. I'm just right thinking, now. He's about to cry. I see. Well, I'm just thinking about working. like the pain we go through with two children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, it's exponential. I'm trying to wrap my head. Okay, so how many children do you have, Christy? Eight. Eight, and you have seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm trying to wrap my and, head. And, and listen, and we're that. only six now, minutes late tonight. You, let me tell you something. When we started foster care, I literally we got licensed, yes. and I did not want to get licensed. Literally, I was like, a door will close. Lord, a door will close, please. Because <laughs> I knew walking beside and friends, then swing wide. I knew gates. what it was like, and I didn't really. want It was do uncomfortable. It. Yeah, inconvenient. Just a little bit crappy. And so I, we said yes. It wasn't until literally the first kids were brought to our house at 1 a.m. We had told our licensing worker, we had two biological kids at the time, they were like four and six. And I said, we will only take one child, literally. That's all I can handle. Okay. And (laughs) our very first call was for twin girls. And it was 11 o'clock at night, I looked at my husband and I go, what do we say? And if anybody knows my husband, he is like, peacemaker he's su- super even kill very unlike me this is true <laughs> and Twice he goes i guess we say yes and i was like i mean even then i didn't want to because it was more than one mm-hmm. and they showed up and put one girl in jonathan's arms and one girl in mine and it was super clear night and the stars were shining and i knew right then that it was a firm yes, we were doing what we were supposed to do. And the funny thing is, I've never had only three children in my home. Mm-hmm. Always had four, we went from two to four. If you would have told me when we started out that I would have seven kids, I would have told you you were. Bad word. Yes. <laughs> Literally is what I wanted to say, a bad word. Uh, crazy. And I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. You're like, hell no, mm-hmm. not gonna Basically. do that. Okay, but, um, here we are. I this know. is our life. And what year was that when you got that call? 2014. Mm-hmm. 2014. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Here I'm we are. I'm just thinking about how difficult it is to get my kids to brush their teeth and go to bed. It doesn't get easier. No. Like this, <laughs> this oh, is the insane, thing. Right? Okay, I'll uh, preach at you real quick because what you want to believe is that when you get your life figured out and when you become a really great parent, that you can take on more. But mm-hmm. the truth is. You're never gonna be I that. I cry myself to sleep a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, it's yeah. so hard. And I feel like beca- like being a parent now is far more challenging than it was obviously back in 2012 when I had three children. And I have had to flesh out a lot of who I am in really bad ways. When I have basically just laid my life down for what God has called us to do. And that is hard and it is messy and it is disgusting at times, but um, it's it's what we believe and it's what we stake our lives on. And so once you know and your eyes are opened to the 24,000 kids who are out of their home in foster care in your state, it is almost impossible to say, I can't do this anymore. We can say that for a season, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we're eight years in, eight plus years into foster care, 45 kids um, have come through our home. And it is, it's difficult to say, I wanna be done with this forever because you know that there are kids who are, right now while we're talking, sitting with a caseworker somewhere, waiting for someone in their community to say, you can sleep in my home tonight. That's hard, that's real, that's not, Yeah, it's why we're at seven kids. We were at five, and then six was kind of my max. I I say that seven put me on meds. Nine. (laughs) Seven put me on meds. And this is same. Same. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a magical <laughs> number. Seven. 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 So six, six, I was doing really good and felt like I was, you know, still floating a little okay. bit. But we, our little guy that we had 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 left and we took a break and then we said yes to these two girls. But I don't think I would have ever said yes to two more kids and gone to seven had I not seen these girls with my own eyes mm-hmm. and held them. It yeah. was a unique situation and I couldn't say no to them when they were in a time of need. You, when, when, a, when a name and a number become a face, mm-hmm. it changes everything. Yeah, for sure. So. But we can say yes because we have people mm-hmm. who, I mean, I could just tell you time and time and time again, people who have out of the blue, you know, called and said, I wanna bring you dinner tomorrow night. It's like, yes, thank you. Or like, hey, I want to stay at your house overnight. She'll say that any night, though, because she hates cooking. I hate cooking, and so God knows. He sends me people who have all the food. (laughs) (laughs) If I never had to cook again, I'd be so She's like, I cook tonight frozen pizza. (laughs) This is not true. I gave you you my shrimp shrimp scampi. (laughs) I gave gave you that. You did. You asked me twice. really good. You asked me twice for that recipe. I did, and you came through. I know. And it was really good. Pinterest. But I don't like, I don't enjoy it. Okay, wait, this is also two different things. The ability to cook and the desire to cook, she's not the same. She likes to convince herself. It's true, I can, I can cook. Y'all, do you want me to bring food next time? (laughs) (laughs) We always, always, (laughs) I mean, maybe I won't, but I have a foodie that does cook. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Foster Florida can fill in the gaps for what you need and give you the people to help serve your family. That's why we can do it. If we were in this alone, honestly, I would have killed a kid by now, probably. (laughs) (laughs) She's Please omit that. Uh, This is also true. (laughs) Or my husband. That's that's more likely. (laughs) What's, what's What's the craziest story? for each of you guys. Like, like in our life in general. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, particularly in foster mm-hmm. care, something that just really sticks out in your time doing this. That we can talk about. <laughs> Here's the thing is, so mm. the thing about foster care is it is, you can talk about things that happen on the other side of the world in orphanages and mm-hmm. in sex trafficking. It's very easy to talk about things that are not right here in your backyard. Mm-hmm. But if if we told specific stories that happened to us here, people are gonna hear that may know that very story. So the, mm-hmm. the lives are so intertwined in your own community mm-hmm. that it's harder to tell those stories. But. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, I can I mean, but but there have been crazy things that have happened for Foster Florida. Like last year, speaking of spontaneous ways that we work. <laughs> and last minute, we needed to raise like $13,000 hmm. to fund this portal, website, design, all of this work that needed to be done, which is not in our wheelhouse, and we raised over $13,000 in 48 hours. Via social media. People who didn't even live in Florida, but who have connected with Foster Florida in some way and wanted to give. And so these are our constant green lights that God is still doing what he wants to do and wants us to stay the course when it's like, how this is impossible. Impossible. We have to write a check Monday for $13,000 and it's Friday night, literally. And there it goes. So that's why that's where personalities like ourselves, I feel like, come in really. <laughs> Last minute, but land our feet. So there we go. So do you feel Sometimes. like you have to convince people <laughs> limping to get into this, or like what's no. what's the sell? Mm. Like, how do you pitch it? Well, there's no more, no longer. <laughs> that pitch lasts for about the first year and a half when you're like, look at that. Until they get their like, first are you like looking for like, a person? You duped me. No, no, I think there no, are people it's that- It's community, yeah. I think. And that's the beauty of Foster Florida too, is there's so many people who say, well, I can't take a kid into my home right now, right. But, but I can do something. I can cook a meal, I can pray for you, I can watch your kids for a few hours a yes. couple of times a month, right? or whatever it may be. I can give money. But they also give money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever it may be, right? And so what happens is is they develop relationships and they develop community. And so as that they just gain more experience, foster care becomes more normalized in their life. Yeah. And then they can see themselves, hey, 
I can see myself in your shoes. I could do this. We have the time and space or don't, but feel like we should do this anyway. And I think ultimately people, most people want to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And, and there are lots of things that you can get involved with, um, that you, where you can feel like you're making a difference. When she does that when she smiles like this and then pauses. That means she wants to say something <clears throat> yeah. bad. And then, but I'm not going I'm to. I'm proud of you. I know. I know what you were going to say. <laughs> you do? I do. That's what I was going to say. But I, and so there's lots of things that people think that yeah. they are making a difference on. But I'll tell you, there's no other place where you're going to make a real difference unless you are investing in the lives of human beings. And so it is this, what better way to do this? Because most, a high percentage of people who find themselves ended up ending up in sex trafficking or imprisonment, Mm -hmm. you want reform in homelessness, you want reforms in those things, a high percentage of the people who are living in those situations Mm -hmm. and conditions now have found themselves in foster care as children. And so if you want to make a difference for the long haul, make a difference in the life of one Mm-hmm. today. Yeah. And that's a kid right here in your backyard. That's good. Yeah. And also the w- one of the ways that we are unique in foster Florida. So uh, we, we didn't, we don't like didn't coin the market on, you know, we didn't make this up, like how to serve somebody. Great. People were doing this before Christy and Lacey came along. Right. But what we saw was that especially within the church community, people were um, connecting with or serving somebody within the walls of their church. But we really took the approach, um, just really shifted that in a complete 180 to say, no, we're going to take the church out into the community. And so that allowed other people in the community to also step in who may not have heard about the need for supplies or meals or whatever it was that a foster family needed. They were serving in the community. And so that the, also the way we work is by bringing that person to the front step of the home of a foster family. And so it isn't this what we call one-off where some of these are great, but there are you know things that happen once a year where a diaper you drive. may do a diaper drive or bring a turkey in or, or a card. drop something off at your local food bank. You know, things like that that are one-offs, but they're not actually connecting you in relationship to somebody in your community. And so when we can be the matchmaker and connect somebody in the community who we call villagers to somebody on the front lines, a foster family, and we can say, no, you take, you cook the meal or you buy the meal and you take it to their front door. And then they open the door and now we've connected them in a relationship. And that relationship continues to grow over time. And then a lot of times they see, oh, you're doing this? So six months later, after I've been bringing you food, I see that like, maybe I could, step into the front lines. And so that's part of recruiting really for Foster Florida is allowing people to get this full visual and this experience of what foster care is in their own community. So it's not so daunting. And so they can see like, oh, I can step in this way. Yeah, and And, and it becomes real too, because I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I like hate wearing pants. Like, hate This it. is also true. Okay, literally. If, if you ever come she and She actually on my has door, no pants on right now. <laughs> I just can't tell. It's a disguise. Um, but I literally do. But my foodie, she comes to the door. I don't even put pants on. She comes to the door. Jesus, help she's, us. She's been my foodie for so long. She just say thank anymore. you. Come on in. Come on in with my shirt. Just a part of the family. <laughs> so that kind of relationship they never can also come to be the developed. Is this too you much? You probably love Zoom meetings then, right? With like no pants. Oh, yeah. pants no, she hates like, it because she's not paying attention. Remember that? What I told you when she's like, what did you say? Listen, That's how Zoom meetings I think go. the older I get, I don't know if it's the number of kids I have or maybe I've always been this way and I'm more self-aware, but I think I have ADD. ADHD. I do actually I have know. ADD. Maybe we all do. I think we do. Yeah. Do I? I think the best people have it. Same. <laughs> I do- couldn't tell. <laughs> Do you feel bad for our husbands now? Uh, yeah, very much so. Uh, Shout out to them. Zach I mean, and Jonathan are the best. Ooh. And Shannon. Well, well we, we should have them come in. Okay, oh, it's cool. Be like real real quiet. It would be real slow. It would be real serious. But they have incredible <laughs> gifts. That it we would, don't. Have. You would ask a question, and it would take them a few minutes no, to they would, process. They it. would have an answer. I they would eventually. <laughs> They would They're they would great. go home and really think about it though and then have this better answers. They would not say anything inappropriate, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no. They would not, not talk about good. not wearing pants. Okay. Well, 
Let's do that. Sometime. I don't really find that inappropriate. <laughs> I don't Sorry. either. I love yeah. it when you don't wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, do, 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 do. So, so, I mean. Why are you being so serious? <laughs> what? I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just tripping like, over your words there, bro. There's all the seriousness. I mean, talk to me about like when you bring in some of these children because you, you've you brought some of these children in and then you've adopted them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Three. Three. You, We've what, each, each adopted three. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what led to that decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's actually a common question. I feel like people say Damn like- Damn it, I try to ask like the non-common questions. <laughs> wait, 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 let me go for, back, ask it two. again. That's never been asked Man, <laughs> that is such a hard <laughs> question. Okay. Let me think about that and get back to you on actually, the next episode. Question. It is, because so what people, well, people wanna start talking about adoption from the beginning. And in foster care, it often doesn't work like that. Hmm. So the, the whole concept of foster care is reunifying a child with their parents, right? Their parents are making poor choices, and so a decision has been made to remove a child from their caregiver and placed somewhere safe until their parents can work a, a, care, a case plan and then hopefully bring their child back into their home once they've gained these skills. But we know that reality is that a lot of children don't go back to their biological family or family of origin, and so. How often does that happen? Oh, that's a good question. It depends on what area of the state you're in. Yeah, but I feel like I've read somewhere that the the reunification rate is around 70%. I was gonna say 60 something. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty high. It's not, uh, adoption I feel like is talked about a lot and celebrated a lot, yeah. but it comes with a lot of Well, when you look at 24,000 kids being in foster care, mm-hmm. and then the reunification, reunification rate being around 60 to 70%. That's still thousands. You still have thousands of kids every year in the state of Florida alone. There's like um, 1800 kids waiting right now for adoption in the state of Florida. Just waiting for someone to say, yes, I will adopt you. Oh gosh, you're gonna have to edit that out. I just ran to your table. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So back to your original question though, how do you really decide that you want to adopt? For us, I mean really it comes, for our family, it comes down to the child has been with us for a, a long time, right? And so we know that any move, whether it's a quote unquote good move or it's a harmful move, that all that all brings transition and change and trauma to a child. And so um, for us, for our family, we, we come to love these kids as our own and they, the opportunity to adopt them has come up. And so we say, of course, like it's kind of a no brainer. Every situation is definitely not that clear. Um, yeah. So our three. Real quick, what's the typical time though? Like, hmm. on average, that some <laughs> that a child, that a child in foster yeah, care? such a good question. You is should that ask asked your, all the time. You should ask your well, governor no. this. Yeah. <laughs> this is a politically you know, anything charged. that's run by the government is always usually in need of work. I like that you change always to usually. Okay, always. Yeah, that was a, that was good. <laughs> always. No, I was saying usually, that was an improvement. I'm trying to be politically correct because people will listen. Yes, they will. And then they'll tell us what we So, in the state of Florida, child that it should be around 12 months. A 12 months that a parent has once a child is removed to work a case plan and reunify. But there are millions of factors that go into that, so yeah. sometimes it's extended. Um, currently, we have our siblings who are in our care, and they have been in care for 15 months, um, which they are looking going towards reunification, right. and hopefully by Christmas that will happen. Um, so it's taken a little longer in this case, mm-hmm. and those, those could be for various reasons. It may be because of COVID, okay. and COVID has delayed things. That's Ooh. a new factor. Yeah. Um, it could be that it took a little while for the parents to kind of come around and get their crap together and start working on things. Or somebody was in prison. It and could then be they if, got, it's, if domestic violence is right. involved, then domestic violence courses are like nine months long, and if that doesn't get referred right away, right. that's gonna extend the time. There's just like a million things. Incarceration can extend mm-hmm. things. Um, it literally but is it just so many But it should be 12 factors. months, but. The goal is 12 months. Yeah. What's Nothing been the surprising. shortest and what's been the longest? 
I mean, obviously, the longest, kid the longest would be adoption, <laughs> right? Like you Forever. end up adopting them. Yeah, the longest that we've had kids in our home, and shortest yeah. that we've had kids in our home. Shortest. Okay, well, here's the thing that you got to know about us. So we we're crazy, but we are a little different. Chris, I like that you, you say sure? that about me as right. she touches my arm. Sure? <laughs> here's the thing: I literally hate short-term placements. Yeah. Hold which, on, real quick. Sorry, what? were you crazy before you got into foster care? Oh my gosh! Oh, people do yeah. ask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little bit, but it's it's a different kind. It's crazy. Err. No. Okay. <laughs> it's like you can't get but off. But you train. were already the train insane going before you got into foster care. I mean, well, but here's the thing: there are lots of foster parents who really. Are I'm not insane. actually sure where you're going with this question. <laughs> I'm just trying to get. I'm just trying to understand are you trying whether to, are or not. You, wait, are you insane? asking like if I got into foster care? Yeah. Like, would I go insane? Oh, or, I mean, or is yes. Crazy enough to do it in the first place. Or yes. do you need to be insane like Both. prior? Here's the thing: we know foster parents who are like type A. <laughs> Quite, very last different long. than us. Just kidding, some of them Shut too. Up. Don't listen to her. Listen, they they just operate very differently. You know, they're like okay. keep records of like who's in their home, yeah, and they, they write, and they're like, well, on Thursday, May thirty first at two thirty four, the caseworker came to visit and was here for twelve point three minutes, yes. and I'm like. I don't remember. They may have one kid too. I don't remember what we had for lunch. So right. <laughs> sounds great. Um, so yeah. So there's different personalities. Yeah. All personalities can do foster care. But cares. you do, don't even you, try that. Okay. I was just, really bad excuse. Hey, curious. <laughs> curious. You you do need to be a risk. I think you're going to be a risk taker of some sort. And that you are. Right? No, definitely. You not can't one deny of those. that. Do you see where this is going? <laughs> <laughs> So here's the thing. I hate short-term uh-huh. placements. Like, hate them yes. with a passion because I, is as crazy and spontaneous as I am, like, literally this summer, like, a week before we decided to take a two-week road trip because I was sick of quarantining. And so we went I to the Grand Canyon, literally intended, By like, we, in she Arizona. Means her and a friend. A friend with 10 children. And another friend. But we, ha- it was so much fun. Okay, so much fun. So, anywho. That crazy stresses. So I do like crazy and spontaneous. However, when it comes to like daily flow and in my home, I do prefer a routine. And when we... You look confused. You should be. (laughs) Here's the thing. When we have short-term placements, I feel like it's always like a short term like baby because it throws your rhythm life for like a day like so it could be the shortest be i've weeks. ever had kids is 4 hours that's the shortest <laughs> if that was they Watch came this. at like they were supposed to be there at 10:30 at night and they came from another county and so by the time they got there it was like 4:15 in the but morning but she like will t- say yes to I that like to all that. the time but i did that one time and i ended up with two kids with lice and then everybody got lice oh, and oh jesus so bad and then Gosh. she said it will be fun cuz all my kids are at the grandparents yes okay re- let me <laughs> remind she has cloth seats in her we both drive buses around Did i put the plastic on jesus no she didn't. <laughs> and he only was Listen. in there <laughs> Those little eggs get everywhere, they okay? Did. And I said, you're going to get lice. Who got lice? Everybody got yeah, lice. It was bad. Then she was on beach vacation. She's like, we're all fine. Oh. They went on beach vacation. Everybody got lice. Yeah, the last morning. It's fine. So don't, that, that happens, but... <laughs> You've been lice free for yes. how long now? Let's push that away. <laughs> uh, who wants to wear these next? <laughs> Nobody. I'm kidding. This was two years ago. But four so four four hours. I mean, the kids came into my home and it was it was just a like, hey, these kids have nowhere. We've called X number of homes. And I I do like to say, bring them here. I can't stand for kids to be sitting awake after dinner time through the night just to sit and wait for someone to take them. Like how horrific that must feel. And also they're tired. And so Lacey doesn't care about that. I can say no to that. I can't. So all that to say four hours, they were picked up by a caseworker because I was like, I got to go be somewhere. And we decided that. So four hours, they were gone out of my house. Yeah. I think my shortest has been a night, like one one or two nights. Um, that we've had. Longest. Our longest has been almost 18 months. Um, but that was a unique situation. His dad was working his tail off to get his kid back and basically had never parented. So we ended up developing this great relationship with dad. Also, which I never I never said I would have a relationship with biological yes. family. Like I didn't want to get messed up and all that, you know, because that's messy. Same. Mm-hmm. And I was just going to take care of the kid. And literally our very first placement, those twin girls, 
we <laughs> went to the office and typically they will have parents arrive early and be in a back room and then you come and they take the children back to the parents and then you come and get them and they make the parents wait 15 minutes before you leave right. so there's no interaction con- right no conflict so they didn't do this so i had of course facebook stalked them because duh and so i i knew what they looked like and so we walk into the office in the foyer i look to the right there's the parents the mom stands up and is bawling her eyes out the dad starts accusing us of marks on her which she came with with her girls and what do you do what do you do when you're looking at a mom in the face and you know what she's done with her kids and why they are in care but she's also at her core just a mom just a mom who loves her kids yeah. despite her other inabilities to care for them she mm-hmm. loves them and that's really the case i think with with every parent that yeah. i've had deep you know they love their kid but for whatever reason whether sure. that's addiction or mental illness or whatnot they are not able to care for them yeah. so what do you do i just hugged her <laughs> i mean i just like she literally sobbed on my shoulder we walked we gave him the kids we walked out i looked at jonathan and i was like well, guess God's trying to teach me a lesson. <laughs> guess I broke that rule. Never role. say never. Okay. Um, also, so, you have a lot of control so over my anyway, right here. I don't like it. <laughs> Jesus. You she were hates like, feeling like she's controlled. You were like grabbing it and fondling. Just want to make sure that you are behaving. <laughs> you guys okay. realize, so not everybody watches this on video. <laughs> So this is it is a podcast, which means that it's on. Why audio. would it so watch for everybody? And actually, like most of the most of our audience is actually on audio. So I'm going to go ahead and oh, explain boring. that she was that's talking about the exciting. wire running to her headphones. Uh, that that's what he's saying. Anyway. Wire on the You'll have to watch the video to really find <laughs> that's out. That's right. Exactly. Had those stats. We like to keep you engaged. Yeah. So so the dad, this kid that we had for 18 months, the dad worked his tail off he actually came to our house a lot and learned how to parent he learned how to give a kid a bath put him to bed um actually started coming to church with us just lots of things Mm -hmm. and it was a successful reunification because it was a little slower and he really worked hard so sometimes reunifications are great like Mm -hmm. that and sometimes kids come back all of all of our kids that we've adopted have reunified with parents and then come back into care Mm. so left us and then returned which is crazy. Which is heartbreaking. Yeah. But I survived. We're surviving. Did you? I don't know. <laughs> I meant like present. <laughs> I mean, is it like I would assume, but I shouldn't assume. Like you fall in love with a kid too that's in your care. Don't assume right? that. That's kind of, yeah, it's exactly where I was going. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure that the fulfillment of reunification or adoption is, mm-hmm. is there. It's rewarding. But like how attached do you allow yourself to get? Gosh, we never get that question either, do we? <laughs> So here's the thing. Well, <laughs> we're failing epically today. I can write asking I can, all the, the normal I questions. Can text we talk about no one ever asks us. Yeah. Text me a question Listen, that no one's ever asked. We do a training. We do like a training our village night, and we yes. say these are things not to yes. say to foster parents. Do you Listen, get attached? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you really aren't getting attached, then you're not doing what you're supposed to do, right? Because you're parenting that child and stepping into that mm-hmm. parent role. And there are situations where you are not going to connect with a child 100%. on this super deep level. It's just not, you know, mm-hmm. it's just human nature, my human nature. I mean, sometimes nature. you don't like your own kids. For sure. That you birthed. Yes. Or you help make. And so, <laughs> and so Thanks for just want to make sure for anybody that. listening in the podcast land that <laughs> Colin did not actually birth a child. But they, um, but you, Great that's job, what they Shannon. need. <laughs> Go team. Yes. That's right. She needs another push present. Surely. Um, but okay. they need, they need people to, they need people to get attached to and they need people to attach to them because that allows them when someone has healthy attachment it allows them to then go and if they're reunifying or they're going to another family member it allows them to transfer that healthy attachment to wherever they're going well a lot of times it isn't just the it the feelings like so we associate being a parent or falling in love with a feeling and I've learned through 45 foster kids that sometimes the feelings may never come. And it was our fourth foster kid that I found myself super frustrated, um, crying like almost every day, just saying like, this is definitely not, this is wrong. Like this was not where I'm supposed to be. This is not the path that our family was supposed to be on. This feels horrible. 
and I hated being a mom to this kid. And he came from a really hard place. We were his fourth or fifth foster family in a matter of a year. He was three. And so you can imagine the trauma that he had endured and who who can he trust? And so rightly so, now that I have more knowledge, um, I understand that a little bit better, but it also doesn't just automatically come with these feelings of like, oh my gosh, a baby or a kid and like I love them and they're in foster care or I'm adopting them and like I just feel this automatic connection. That's like this love stories that mm-hmm. we hear of, you know, and these fairy tales. and rainbows. Right, it's not that. And we know, like, how long have you been married? Great question, 13 years. <laughs> 13 yeah. years. That's a commonly asked question. That's a commonly asked question. 13 years and- How long have so you been married? This goes out December well, 14th. Also a commonly asked it's question. <laughs> Happy happy anniversary to Shannon, by the way. It's oh Dece- my gosh, it's Dece- December twenty oh. December twenty second. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Miss, you're welcome Christmas for that. Babies. So so you know, like your your love, you don't always feel like you love your wife. Oh, it's okay to no, say no. Of course, I love my wife. <laughs> okay, every minute of cool. every day. Okay, oh, this okay. is cool. a horrible podcast. <laughs> He's lying to you, folks. So, so basically, like, it's just, it's that, the feelings are forged through hard things and through meeting basic needs. Like, I'm going to show up for this kid and I'm going to feed them. I'm going to clothe them and I'm going to Maybe. do my best. <laughs> Pants optional. <laughs> or shirts. For everyone. Um, like, I'm going to do my best to show up for you. Basically, is what I'm saying as a foster parent. And some days I may be really amazing. Most days I'm going to be subpar, but I'm going to stay the course with you. And I'm not leaving when things get hard and I'm not going to hurt you. And so that over time, I think, develops a love and an attachment to say like, wow, like I've how far we've come. Yeah, I've shown up for this child mm-hmm. and now I'm going to fight for this kid. So what are the non-negotiable qualities you have to possess in order to do what you do? Mm, humility. Mm. Yeah. I mean, perseverance, that's super cliche, yeah. but. It's true though. Just like, and, and the ability to. I think it's like, it's it's like, like laying down your life soup sounds super cliche to me, but it's, you know, you learn how to be selfless in a marriage, right? Or you learn how to be selfless when you, birth a baby and you are caring for this newborn who's utterly dependent on you. And that is what any refinement is going to be. And foster care is a refinement, right? Mm -hmm. So you, it's just a refining of, I'm gonna continually lay down what my thoughts and my hopes Mm -hmm. and my dreams and my desires for the sake of you. Because you, this one child is worth that. And that's what they need. And and at the end of the day, like you were saying earlier, like you know, I'm sure the next question that you're going to ask is, well, <laughs> what do you do? Because <laughs> this has already been scripted out. We didn't know it's, this, but I mean, oh, typically, you, how do you say goodbye? You know, is everyone's probably the biggest fear that people have when they're contemplating foster is care the is loss. the loss. Yeah, and the loss is every bit of a loss that you would imagine a loss to be, or worse. Or, 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 actually, some yes. some have been it's great. True is like some have been some okay. Have been, some some have I been. like actually packed the bag and was waiting at the door for the caseworker, <laughs> <laughs> looking out the window. When yeah. is she coming? Never. Oh my gosh! So, one time though funny story one time she was doing Me? respite yes because she does this respite stuff that i don't I do don't really like and it so anymore. she was just taking this baby for a weekend and then for what a, baby was for, that for a family member and then oh, it ended up right. they didn't come back to get the baby they didn't so then christy <laughs> it wasn't one thought, baby it was, it was two it was twins, twins. <laughs> <laughs> Newborn preemie twins. Yes. And I already had six children, seven children. She was dying. And so, listen, this is so funny, though. So she, so they didn't come get the twins. Do you see what so is actually Monday, funny now? <laughs> this is the funny. It's like wicked funny. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so they didn't come get them. Oh, and God. she's like, what am I going to do with these twins? That and I go, nice. I don't know, but you're the one who said yes. Gosh. <laughs> she likes But here's the crazy you. thing. Like a week the later. The crazy thing is she also had the other listen, brother. Listen, listen. <laughs> So a week later, I am on, this was back when we were doing premiere, I was on my way to a jewelry show. My husband was at home with like our other five kids. It was dinner time. It was a week later. 
Yeah, it was like a week later. And I get a phone call and it was like, hey, can you take this boy? You know, he's like two. And it's only going to be for a couple of weeks because they've identified a family. (laughs) So then she starts talking and I did. I saw her number, the the placement lady's number on my phone. And I literally I'm like, I'm on my way to a jewelry show. I don't want another kid right now. Like decline. Well, she called back again. (laughs) Then I answered and she was like, (laughs) she goes, can you just take him for a few weeks? And I was like, fine, fine. Usually it takes them a couple of hours to get home. So I was like, I'm on my way to a jewelry show. I'll be back home before they drop the kid off. Literally, Jonathan texts me like 15 minutes later and he goes, so a kid just got dropped off at our home. <laughs> I was like, surprise, typical. I didn't have a chance to call I you. I meant to call you about that. <laughs> you Come never know find out. Oh. You're telling me about this and I go, hold up. <laughs> Does this kid have twin siblings? Yes. That was the ones that were never Me. picked up from Christie's house. So we shared siblings for a while. Mm. We did. But not long. And it was not I two weeks. <laughs> for me, it was not two for weeks. For me, it he was. was. there like six months. So you never know. No. Like, we've shared children. We've shared a lot of things. Yes, Time. but not husbands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad we you clarified. We draw the line. We draw the line. I mean, right I'm so glad you clarified. Don't take my cord. I don't even know actually what your question was. I don't either. But here's but the thing: it's not about you; it's about the kid. That's the bottom line. Oh, yeah. get too attached, yeah. right? Cool. So, do you ever get a chance to be selfish? Like, is that I? I kind of come from a point of like, there's human needs where like, you know, you, you put out, you put mm-hmm. out, you care, you care, you care so much. Yeah. But like, someone's got to care for you, and I'm sure you've got great relationships with your husbands and everything. But is somebody ever looking I like out? Your assumption, right? I, I mean, I'm trying. I'm throwing them a bone. <laughs> Uh, but, but like, this, but, but, so what is that like? I mean, how do you get? I mean, you're doing this like thing that God has called you to do, sure. and it's a great service. But like, is there ever that time where you're just like, man, when when is someone gonna like look after me like I look after these kids? Yeah. Oh my mm. gosh. Wow. I wrote a book mm. about this last year. <laughs> I did it. Uh, I was really excited. I was like, I got one that they didn't. <laughs> Uh, but I did go through this. Yeah, so this is going to be a chapter in my book one day. But there, I I went through this last year, and interestingly, I can we talk about the Enneagram for a second? Sure. Ooh. Do you know what your number is? Uh, the number? Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Help you can don't we even pause know what for the a Enneagram is? No, no, I do. Uh, sorry, we need to pause. Thing. He needs to take one, a test. Is this the EF? No, no, no it's like one, Enneagram? two, three, four, Mike, five, six, seven, eight, help nine. a brother out. It's one of the past podcast episodes. We talked about this already. There's so many of these things. Okay, I can't stop. keep track of all Anyways, these Anyways, can I, I take over for a second? For anybody that's listening that is a total what number Enneagram I can, freak. Uh, I can tell you what mine is. Hold on. I know what my... What are you doing? You can't, doing? Doing? You can't The test saved. is like involved. I don't know. No, my no I've done it. it. Like I've got it Well, then I'll tell you what problem. you're not. Are you ready? You're not an eight. No. Maybe a seven. Y'all just keep talking and I'll see if I Anyway, I'm just saying. I think he's actually more calculated than we give him credit for. Three. Maybe. You're an achiever. The thing is, that sounds right. She, that sounds she's right. right. You're an yeah, achiever. Yeah, he's got the results. He's got it. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. What's your number one? Oh, let's see if you can guess. Three achiever. What's That's my number what we're one? Saying. Achiever. No. Three. Seven. Wait. S- no. Six. But close. So. No, you do doesn't. not. You're I, a nine, six, my number three. One, my number one is the challenger type eight. That's an what? eight. I said you're not 20, an eight, but you 20, are. It's fine. 22. You're nicer than me. 22, and then I was tied at 21 for Achiever, and then seven, the enthusiast. Because an eight I'm goes a to a, a hundred. So I mean, 22, 21, 21 is But like, the thing is, actually, you can't go to a three. So we'll talk about that on podcast episode number 131. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, so I did take this test. Okay, you can I be an eight. Say. That's a challenger. So some yeah. of us challenge in different ways. I'm a total eight. I don't actually know why I brought up the Enneagram, because I have ADD. <laughs> I mean, it's a good topic. Of Listen, I'm a seven. That's why I went to the Grand Canyon. Oh my gosh! You know, okay. like for what were we talking about? Can you go Mike, back Mike, to your previous? Re- re- uh, do you remember? Ask a new question. No, Sorry. you asked it. I talked about my book. That's why I went down. Oh right, uh, about someone caring. Yeah, this is so serious. So last year, sorry about that. We're back. We're back. Are you going to edit that out? No, no don't. No. That's the best part. Editing. Come on. Okay, so. Editing takes time. Know. Listen, this is what, really what serious. What episode were you on okay? before as my co-host? Oh, with the, air, the <laughs> bread and breakfast people who have been amazing. Magnolia. Mag- yeah, that yes. was a good episode. Magnolia? Um, no. Bless yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. COVID. Yep, not really, but. <laughs> 
but probably, but no. No. For, like, by the way, part. talk right. about people using your time, talent, and resources. Oh my we gosh. met them. This I is met like them. an infomercial. I met them on your podcast. Hey, give them a shout out. Yep, they probably out. need it with COVID. Um, and they oh, have donated rooms to our chapter advocates, which we actually haven't talked about. Well, yes. that happened because of this podcast. Because, yeah. of this because podcast. you were co-hosting. Yes. yes, I was co-hosting. Way to go! And Way she, to connect it up, bro. And she said we this, want I mean, to come alongside. Like, yeah, yes, this, using sure. their time, talent, and resources, which for them is a bed and breakfast, mm-hmm. to say, let me give you some rooms for foster families to stay in. So, like, I'm going to go off again, but we actually have ten chapters of Foster Florida through the state of Florida. So it started in Gainesville. Also happened non-strategically. <laughs> How it happened was people kept saying, <laughs> we want to do this in our area, teach us how. And we said, we don't know no, how. We don't know what we're <laughs> we doing. At that, <laughs> at that point, we were running everything off of Google Docs. And a piece of paper. <laughs> Basically, it was horrible. And so we, we um, don't do that anymore, done. by the way. <laughs> we actually spent hours working. I know, we did great today. Jeez. Okay, so, so anywho, we, what am I saying? Why did I say that? I don't know, Magnolia. Talk, yeah, we're talking no. about it. Oh, but, so they chapters. said, hey, we want it, yes. There we go. The need for support for foster families is great yep. everywhere. It's not just here in Gainesville. And so eventually enough people just kept saying, really, we want to start a chapter of this here. They and were, we're like, persistent. We don't do that. So we went to a lawyer. Somebody actually <laughs> gave us money to go to a lawyer. And so we did. Uh, somebody from Texas. We learned how much we didn't know. And they helped us get everything started. And from there, uh, 10 chapters have launched across the state. And so basically, they do everything that we do here in Gainesville. They do it from Pensacola down to Treasure Coast. It's amazing. Yeah. And they stayed at this bed and breakfast. That's what she was actually coming to tie that back to. Circling around the Magnolia. We work better with. Have provided rooms for them when they come in for training. Dude, that happened because of the podcast. Yes, it did. Yay. Change in the world. Look what happens when you say yes to Christy and Lacey. Actually, that was just Lacey. You didn't invite me. Okay, I was me, super me. offended at first, but then whatever. I only had one co I was going to say, was it because Ty was playing golf? Or? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was. Oh, cool. So thanks, what happened Ty? to him? Yeah. Good job, Ty. Ty. Way to go, Ty. Ty made it all happen because yeah. he's playing golf. We but talk he's to alive? It's been, you don't know. I haven't seen him. I'm just saying, you still he's have not had me on, so I don't understand He's in happening. California. He can't talk <laughs> to anybody. Even? Why are you here? So we got to wrap up in a second. Oh, wait. I know. The thing is, I never even answered your question. Go ahead. It was about, she interrupts me so much. Okay. And you don't ever. You guys still put up with each other. I don't know why. When we listen to you know what you should have asked us? How do we deal with interpersonal conflict? We're going to get the answer in the side. Do you see that? deal with interpersonal (laughs) conflict. In a minute, I'll answer that. 132. (laughs) They've booked themselves for the next three hours. We have booked ourselves. Square through 2021. That's basically. You should be nervous now. Yeah, but we're so going to have to be on the payroll if we do that. <laughs> oh. By payroll, we mean we're going to need to some in-kind giving. Remember, space podcast. <laughs> Hold on. Give me oh, 30 seconds. you got to be on the podcast. This, see, this okay, is what happened. You got 30 seconds. Go. Okay. So... It's not even... It's not even good now, my answer. You're going to have to ask another question. No, I want to know. Hey, you're asking about taking care of people. I just walked into the dealership. They... Oh, it's fine. Yeah, you do. I like weird random things like this. You know who it is? It's his grandma. Okay. Okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. Are we all going to die? No, No, that's... Sorry. (laughs) Should we lock the door? I'm going to apologize in advance for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, apologize, not in advance, but at the end of this episode. (laughs) For this episode. Okay. So, did you why answer people, his question? Do we, we do have to wrap up that. in a second. Always okay, so always apologize how, for us. It's so bad. I don't know. Are we a lot? <laughs> <laughs> we, we can replay the last fifty-eight minutes. Okay. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay, let me minutes. listen. I have thirty seconds. Go. Interruptions. Okay. I'm seconds. looking right at you right now because wait. this is so serious. I'm gonna go ahead and mute Lacey and I. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. It's the only way. <laughs> So how do you take care of yourself? This is super important because I don't think you can last in this ministry, really in a lot of things, unless you're taking care of yourself. But a lot of people tend to err on the side of really taking care of themselves mm. and giving themselves a lot of, you know, love <laughs> um, as, as opposed to just Pouring stepping back out. and yeah, or stepping back and resting. And I mean, there, there are extremes. Um, and so our family actually took a seven month sabbatical this year. We had no idea that COVID was coming. Someone, talk about a miracle, someone out of the blue 
found me in a doctor's office, a friend of mine, I randomly ran into her and she said, we want to send you and your husband on a seven day marriage cruise. And I was like, what? So there's like a thousands of dollars to go on this marriage cruise for a week. And so we said yes. This We got back like February 16th. So just a month before really everything shut down. It's my birthday. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. <laughs> Do you want me to sing a song to you? You don't say you no. You can finish. <laughs> I heard my, this year's gonna that's be my ADD. Special. I thought you were muted. Sorry, I was kidding. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was just... If you muted me, I would take your microphone. Jesus helper. Do you see this? Is why I took my cord away. You guys thought I was joking. So, so all that to say, it, it was hard for me to step back because who I was, like my identity, was found in foster care, mm. and people would introduce me like Christy Sutton. Foster mom extraordinaire, or Christy Sutton, foster fuller, Christy, 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 you know, it was everything was associated with foster care. And it's after like the word Chris, Chris dash T, yeah, T, like Mister T, the Chris T, foster care, <laughs> all one word. Um, and so it was, it was challenging because I had become what I did, and I don't think anybody really wants to be that. We just want to be Colin, you know. We just want to be Mike. We don't want to be. Colin. Oh, I thought- <laughs> Yeah. He said, not we me. We all just want to be caught. I'm humbled. The whole world wants to be in here. Oh my gosh. This is all going downhill. But basically to wrap it up, we we want to be, we just like want to be loved for ourselves. And so I struggled with that last year and I found myself in the ER, like super sick. And I a nurse was taking care of me and I left my kids at home with a friend. I felt super bad for putting her off. And she was watching, at that time, seven of my kids while my husband took me to the ER. Like, of all things, I lost it and started just, like, hysterically crying in in the bed because I was having so much trouble allowing somebody else to step in to take care of me mm-hmm. when I thought nothing of saying yes to two kids who were found two cities away at 2 a.m. wandering around in their diaper covered in lice. Like, I didn't think about it. I just said, yeah, come on in. And so it was, it's easy for me to just say, yeah, like bear the burden, bear the burden, bear the burden. But it was hard for me to allow someone to bear my burden with me. And so one of our desires really at Foster Florida is to allow other foster parents who are also living this hard, isolating space on the front lines to allow them to have a place to advocate for themselves because they are such great advocates for other people. But oftentimes don't advocate well for their own needs. And so we want to also be able to give them a voice to say, you have to care for yourself too. And so how can we come around uh, you and help you care for yourself while you care for the vulnerable? And we also say Prozac and therapy also help that a lot. I was going to plug that too. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. I was, I was no going to ask, I was gonna ask no for like stigmas. key points of advice. I mean, because I think whether it's a... Oh, that you, was it. Well, right. I mean, you might have answered it, but whether it's like a, a God, uh, a calling from God or mm-hmm. the, the impasse out there among us that just give and give and give. Sure. Well, I mean, what advice mm-hmm. is there for those people that, you know, might end up being undernourished? Sure. Well, and two, I think, like like she said, when you're in a season of, hey, I need to step back and take a break, you can still use your gifts and talents and time in other ways to still impact, but it may not be as heavy handed as having a kid in your home 24 mm-hmm. seven. So a lot of what people do when they give their lives to different causes, whatever that may be, mm-hmm. they do that outside of their home and then they come to their safe abode of home and foster care is in your home. You don't get away from it. It's mm-hmm. there 24 seven. Right. And so it's a different kind of living and giving. And and so you have to exhausting is really what you want. Yeah. To Did you like so it? So it's okay. That word it's okay. Too. Smart makes her look smart sometimes. <laughs> you were just sad you didn't think of that. I word. know. It's good. <laughs> I'm gonna use the next time. Abode. Wait, are we gonna do? Do we have time to do episode one thirty? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. What's that thing you do at the end where you just ask Rapid a bunch fire. of stupid questions? Oh no, my oh, god. So, oh, are we gonna do that? Right, yeah, we're gonna do that. Oh, like, that's yeah. that. Actually, so we're now putting that before <laughs> the show. Okay. So it's gonna go out the week before. Oh, perfect. So. She's talking about the side hustle. Thank, thanks for and watching the last 120 episodes. By you're the way. welcome. It's so the in side my hustle, free time, you're going to want to go watch it, obviously. <laughs> go back to the last recording and watch it. Okay. It's be awesome. Nobody's listening. So, so yeah, so we get, we, because we she's have to, interrupting. This yeah. is what's we happening. To, we have to wrap up. Okay. 
good because these headphones are hurting my ears. What? So where can our where can our audience <laughs> connect with you guys? Jeez. Where can they yeah. donate to your cause? Oh, that's where a good question. Help, where can you donate, whatever. Colin? Where can okay, you let donate? us tell you. <laughs> so you can find us on social media channels. Venmo, our Facebook. <laughs> Hey, on Venmo as well. Uh, Venmo, Fos- yes, Pit, PayPal. <laughs> no, we're kidding. You can find we're us not on actually. Social- we do have a PayPal. <laughs> we do. Our social media channels. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Foster Florida, um, as well as Venmo. Uh, but you can also go to our website. Is really where you want to go to see all the different ways you can plug in. Yeah. Whether you are here in Gainesville, which I know most of our listeners are, or you're in Ocala, or any really where around the state, you can get plugged into a chapter near you. You can go to fosterflorida.org. Um, you can give securely online there, but you can also sign up to volunteer, to be matched with a family to serve them, mm-hmm. to respond to urgent needs, or to get more information to sign up as a foster family yourself. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, it was great. Also, I feel like you need a different table under here because no, it's No, stop not- it. It's not this helpful. Is, this recording, this recor- recording, this recording studio is like. I'm gonna so call it that from now on. I like recordio? that. Recording, yeah, making I my own. You're well battling the. I have it right here. There are. I'm sitting you like are a used man. to straddling. What? It's okay. <laughs> I cannot be on there. We're going to go ahead and wrap up. Hey, special thanks to all the sponsors that make this show possible. If you miss any of our sponsors' information, um, definitely go check them out at whoagnv.com forward slash sponsors. You can see all in, you can see all the sponsors and get links to their websites and that kind of thing on our website. Again, that's whoagnv.com slash sponsors. And then, of course, thank you to our amazing crew, James Leitner, Sarah Lentz, Allison Mucciarino, and to Michael D. Woo-woo! Hey, yeah! Holla! Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody. Support Foster Florida. Support Foster. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, don't forget, if you buy, if you buy one of these Gainesville, Florida shirts, we're going to donate fifty percent to definitely to a different cause now. (laughs) Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Because you know, whoa, just kidding. We're going to donate fifty percent to Foster Florida. Thank you so much for listening and sharing. And obviously, you need to share this with your best friend out there somewhere in the world. Yes, that's right. This is the WHO. GNV Podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses, individuals, and very crazy women, apparently. Getting crap done. Whoa, GNV. That make you go, whoa. <laughs> whoa. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.